Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. What day is it? It's hump day. Hump, 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 hump day. Yeah. I'm Joe Jacob, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. I'm in a good mood today. Uh, things are, are wonderful. Hey, we all woke up this morning, so it's got to be a good day. I hope it finds you well uh, wherever you may be. Our toll-free number, 800 951 The website at allamericangold.com. And the reason why it's allamericangold.com, in case you want to know, Patriot Trading Group, some bot bought it in the during the 90s tech bubble and now want, I don't even know, fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 for it. So uh, All-American Gold was open, so we took that. But this is the Patriot Radio News Hour. Listen, you got to go out to the website every day because we've got so many articles, videos, uh, that we don't talk about here on the air. Today is no different. A uh, E.B. Tucker, Mark Faber, just to name a few today, talking about uh, where where we're headed, what's coming up next. So make sure you, you do that. Uh, I'm joined this morning, like I am most mornings now, with my partner up in Colorado, the guy running the mothership up there, Jason Walker. And I know Jason was scrambling around this morning trying to get everything done. Jason, you settling in? How's it going up there? Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm on the other end of the air spectrum. I'm more of the, uh, I'm waiting for someone to give me my participation trophy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Reward me. <laughs> I, I made it. <laughs> I made it. I, I came. I showed up. Yes, uh, J- Jason is like, um, I, I, and, and not to poke fun at the fires that we've had, especially like the last few years. It seems like the entire West has burnt down. Uh, but Jason, I get the feeling he feels like some of these firefighters trying to fight these fires, and there's just not enough of him to put them all out. But uh, he's hanging in there. You're doing a great job. You know, I, I guess part, part of the way I would observe it, Joe, is there's all these opportunities around me, and there's only so many of them you grab at once. You know what I mean? There's, 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 I think people don't understand how many opportunities are actually around you every day, like this show offering you wealth insurance every day. Uh, sometimes you just can only grab you know, such a hand. You, know, you, go, you go into the vault. You'll say you're in an Indiana Jones movie, and you get into the vault with all the gold. You can only physically carry out so much before the chamber you know, collapses, right? <laughs> Right before the chair, the rock comes crashing down. That's how I feel. I feel like I, there's only so many of these opportunities I can grab, and I, I feel like there's always more left on the table, Joe. Yeah, I, I understand that, and uh, that is uh, well spoken, well said. A lot of opportunities out there if you're smart enough uh, to take advantage of them all. Just a couple of quick updates. Uh, Jason, uh, you have the rest of your rounds now. Yes. Right, uh, and, and we'll be, Jason will be start calling you for those. Uh, the we have the uh, utility or junk silver, however you want to refer to it. Uh, that'll be landing in Colorado sometime Friday, Friday after. Don't freak out. Oh, oh you said Friday, and, and Jason hasn't called me yet. Fridays are busy, busy days, so most likely, uh, and I don't want to speak for you, Jason, but most likely you'll probably reach out to these people on Monday to set appointments yep. uh, as well. And then I know you had one person waiting on uh, 2021 Silver Eagles. Those will be there Friday uh, as well. 
uh, Arizona, we got a little different situation. Uh, we got more details from the Bullion Bank. Uh, the UPS facility here in Goodyear is apparently where uh, our Bullion Bank on this side of the country is in San Diego. All of the dealers here in Arizona, you know, the product arrives at that distribution point before getting to us. Uh, apparently there was a theft uh, totaling uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And UPS is is uh, right now blocking ship. They don't want any more shipments from the bullion bank coming until they catch the person who's taking it all. Uh, so we're going to be creative uh, in getting it here. I only have a couple of customers that needed some Silver Eagles. We'll have them here uh, at some point in the, within the next 10 days. So so just be patient. But that's what's happening there. You know, these things happen. Uh, they're beyond our control. We are noticing, Jason, though, our gold and our silver shipments slowing again. Yep. Slowing again. Uh, and, and we've seen this. Uh, play out multiple times here during the coronavirus uh, and things are just taking a little bit longer than they should so just be patient you as you know we've been doing this a long long time 25 years you two things i promise you number one you're going to get your product number two it's going to be at the price we promised you no matter what they do gold could go up a hundred dollars tomorrow silver could go up ten dollars tomorrow it wouldn't matter wouldn't affect the thing uh, and I know that, that uh, everybody wants to get it as quickly as possible. We want to do the same. Uh, but some of these things, just it is what it is. You know, this is kind of, you know, like everything else out there. There's no toilet paper or you only can buy, you know, hey, you only can buy one pack at a time and all these things. It's, it's everywhere. It's in every market all over the place. Uh, so just, just bear, bear with us and, and we'll get it all done for you. 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. When we get back, we had some economic data out. We had New York manufacturing data out. This one uh, not as nice, if you want to call yesterday CPI data nice. Uh, inflation running very hot there. Uh, one of my favorite, matter of fact, my favorite guy, the guy I think that is the smartest guy in the room, Jeff Gunlotch, warning about what the history books are going to say about this transitory inflation. Patriot Radio News Hour, don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. Uh, and again, we had uh, a lot of data out today. We, we've got it, uh, oil, uh, by the way, crude oil, gasoline, uh, 315 is cheap here. That's now cheap gas here. Uh, and, and I told you, remember, I was in Reno this weekend. It's a dollar an hour more uh, there in in Nevada than it is here. And you know, dollar Jason a gallon, said, dollar a gallon, Joe. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? Dollar an hour. <laughs> dollar an hour, dollar a gallon. Dollar an hour. <laughs> dollar an hour sounds a lot more expensive to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you can pump a lot of gas in an hour. So, uh, by the way, so we had oil inventory reports out today. Uh, they, they've been really, you know, give the media credit. They've kept uh, New Orleans out of the news and Louisiana out of the news. Uh, 
Uh, we had more storms again, a bit more rain again. Uh, another little tropical storm hit uh, Texas and Louisiana. These refineries are not up and running. And we had massive drawdowns in everything from not, not just crude oil, gasoline, diesel, uh, all of those things. And they're saying that this winter is supposed to be one of the coldest winters we've had in a long time. Which it means, uh, and, and, and not so much in the west, but on the, in the east, heating oil is used to heat the homes in the east. Uh, so get ready for much higher, I hate to say it, higher oil prices today. Uh, oil's up almost 4% today, uh, $73 a barrel because of the fact uh, stocks right now at the lowest levels in several years. I've, I've got a bad feeling that maybe by next week we may see the lowest levels that we've seen going back to, what was that? It was 08 or 09 when we had that. Remember when oil spiked for that one month above $100 a barrel? Yep. Uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, but if these refiners don't get up and running soon, we will be. Uh, I know Bank of America is already saying uh, they expect $100 oil this winter. Goldman Sachs made that call uh, already earlier this year. Let's hope they're wrong, but right now uh, things are looking uh, not as favorable for all of the less inflation people camp. Uh, We had the New York Manufacturing Index today. And that's just the New York region for manufacturing. It's a survey I, I don't put huge amounts of stock in this stuff, but Wall Street trades on the news. Uh, it was up, so that's good. A higher number means better. Uh, but the New York Fed numbers have been they're, they're Jason. There's a every month it's up and down, up and down, up and down. So it's it's a little difficult. But the one thing that stood out in the report: prices paid. In prices received at all-time record highs in the New York Fed in survey index, uh, which means the manufacturer said, hey, I've never paid so much. And, and really what they mean is when they say that it, prices increased faster than they ever had. And then, oh, by the way, I raised prices faster than I ever had. Uh, which got gold off off uh, down today. Gold's down uh, ten bucks today because of that gold was actually up. That number came out, and again, we we kind of explained that yesterday. High inflation news is going to drive gold down. What we'll, we'll say, uh, lower inflation news will drive it up. It really doesn't matter. It's just a semantics game. Everybody's waiting on. What is the Federal Reserve going to do? Are they going to fight inflation or are they not? And they've already said that they're not going to do it. And and Jeffrey Gunn, let's remember, he came out, what was it, Jason, a week ago? Yeah, I think, yes, I think so. So, Something like that and said, listen, let's, let's cut through the crap here. I don't care what narrative they want to use. Here's the realities. China's coming. They're going to overtake us. 
And oh, by the way, I guarantee it, they want their seat at the table. And we are not running our country. We are not running our economic policy like we want to be the reserve currency. Period. He reiterated this on his webcast last night. He said all the economic growth we are seeing is not really economic growth. It's just spending. And, and all of us now, and, and, and again, so you know, Tuesday night, I bowl. I bowl with, uh, of the four of us that bowl on our team, three of us are, are business owners. And that's all the other two guys wanted to talk about. <laughs> how expensive everything is. And it just doesn't stop. And this is what happens when you have economic growth that's nothing more than spending. You know, think about all the handouts. Think about all the unemployment benefits. Think about, hey, we didn't have to pay student loans. You didn't have to pay your rent. Uh, here's a check. Here's another check. Here's a check plus, plus an extra $300. Here's just a check because, well, you live here. Oh, wait, you got kids? Here's another check. Consumption is not a real economy. An economy is about production. When you buy goods produced somewhere else, i.e. Asia, and you do it with stimulus money, it shows up as GDP. Right? It, it acts like things are good, right, Jason? Yeah, it's all f- it's fake. And really, when you think about it, where does the money go? It's going to Asia. It's not staying here. You know, there's, there's all these uh, communities out there that, that do buy local. And we've seen all of these promotions. Matter of fact, here at 1360, we support that more than any other radio station anywhere, local business. And there's a reason why. Because the cities in the towns that you live in, that tax money will actually stay there. But when you're out there and you're on Amazon or you're, you're going to the Kroger, you're going to the Walmart, that money leaves. The problem is that money, it, it, at least it used to stay in the United States. Now the problem is most of the stuff that Kroger or Walmart or Amazon or anybody else buys is actually purchased in other countries, from other countries. So the money doesn't even stay here in the United States. And Joe, for a while we had uh, kind of a drug high where uh, we, we gave our manufacturing over to Asia and they were produced over there and we got these super cheap items. And uh, that doesn't last forever. And I think what we're seeing is is uh, all the cheap Chinese goods, is uh, that's coming to an end. Man, you know, I will tell everybody, Jason and I don't talk about the show. We don't rehearse it. We don't go uh, and say, hey, we're going to talk about X, Y, and Z on this show. But it's so funny that you brought that up because there was an article out on Bloomberg 
talking about inflation and talking about online inflation and that the internet used to be the place where inflation fell right because it got competitive and it, you know Amazon's the prime example hey I'm gonna sell it last than what the stores are selling it for well how can you do that well we don't have any stores right yep we don't have all the overhead we didn't have all the debt for the first time since online shopping started to gain traction in the United States prices are rising online As a matter of fact they said it's been rising for the last 15 months in a row yep now how's that transitory <laughs> 15, 15 months in a row it, it, and they're saying that inflation is hitting all the categories categories that historically prices were always declining are now going the other way they talked about pet products non-prescription drugs apparel furniture how about floral arrangements yeah apparently uh going up there apparel online historical average was falling about one percent a year online up 15 percent year over year in august of 2021 non-prescription joe it's a it's a, it's a habitual symptom of a larger problem i mean i mean it lasts that long it's like a, you got something you got heartburn it just gets a little worse over the course of a year, and you're doing nothing about it because there's something going on, and you're just not getting the uh, problem checked. And uh, right now, <laughs> these problems are not being fixed. They're getting worse. Yeah, and, that, and it's all over, you know, from personal care products to grocery, uh, home improvement, furniture and bedding, medical. All of these things were online was the leader in prices falling has now reversed. And, and, and it's kind of interesting because as Jeff Gunlatch is trying to tell everybody, we've got a fake economy. The second the spending stops, we're going to have massive problems. He said the Fed decided to go big early. And, and when you think about what they've done, think about their balance sheet in March of 2020. That's not that long ago, 18 months ago, was under $4 trillion, about $3.8 trillion. It's now almost $9 trillion. So you're like, wow, whoa. That's $5 trillion in 18 months. Then you think about the federal government. I mean, the last year under Trump, Donald Trump, they said the budget deficit was $3.3 trillion. It was actually $4 trillion and change. The Biden administration just said, hey, the fiscal year, this is the end of fiscal year 2021 for the government, by the way. They said the debt stands at $2.7 trillion this year. Everyone, hey, that's an improvement. Not really. Because... The one thing the Trump administration did, and when they had that really high deficit number last year, they put the Treasury's checkbook at $1.8 trillion. Janet Yellen, when she took over, 
instead of giving the money back, she said, ah, we'll just spend it. Spend it, yep. <laughs> so they hid another, because they brought it all the way down to, to $500 billion. That was the number. Now it's now, now it's almost zero, right? We run out of money come October. But the realities are that we've spent Almost seven to eight trillion on the federal government in the last two fiscal years, plus another five trillion dollars from the Federal Reserve. And then all of a sudden when you start thinking about how much well, you're like, Oh well, no wonder why there's inflation. No wonder why we've got these problems. And and Gundlach is warning the Biden administration about going big with stimulus seems to be a recurring theme for the Biden administration. I think that $3.5 trillion stimulus bill. We're running our country like we're not interested in maintaining our global reserve currency status. That's why you need to call. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. And, you know, think about the distortions up there. Uh, yesterday, another great example. The bowling alley was out of French fries. <laughs> oh, no. What? Yeah, we're, we're out of French fries. I saw a video. I saw a video last night, Joe, in California. The guy was going through the Walmart uh, frozen section, and all the potatoes were gone. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to say it. I'm not saying it. I want to jinx it. But, yeah, there's, there's problems. Lots of them. These are distortions. How are they here? How did they get created? They got created because of the policies of the central bank. And let's face it, and the elected official, they're both, this, they're both guilty. But I, I view them as one and the same. So here is the U.S. Treasury bond king, Jeff Gunlatch. Like he is, when it comes to debt, He's the guy you talk to. Let me let me just tell you what he said last night. And he warned, and, and, and I know I've been making this comparison because I don't know what else to do. He says, that, hey, this isn't going to be the 70s. We have the loosest monetary policy going back before we ended the gold standard. So he says, this is the worst, loose, well, the loosest economic policy pretty much ever. We've never seen this magnitude of stimulus. It's never happened. Remember, I mean, it wasn't that long ago when everybody was on, Wall Street won't open! Tomorrow. And who was it? The Snow Job or Hank Paulson? I forget which one was the Treasury Secretary at the time. And he showed up with two pieces of paper and said, We need $700 billion immediately. <laughs> uh, normally, that would be a very difficult thing to do, but I don't think he, uh, he sweated it too much. <laughs> No, but, but think about what I just said in the last segment. 
the Fed balance sheet's up $5 trillion. That's right. The national debt is up like $7 trillion. And, and we were talking about $700 billion. And Wall Street wasn't going to open without it. Remember. So when, when Gunland says, we've never seen this magnitude. This is what he's talking about. Our labor market policy has been heavy-handed. Inventories are out of sync with history. And he's got these charts where, you know, and I've been telling you, the back rooms are empty. There's no product in the warehouses. Look at oil today. There's no oil above ground. He says that one thing that's really going to cripple us is that he fully expects rents are going to go up and they're going to go way up. Now remember, we've been pointing this this housing number in the CPI as, as the big fake number. Gunlot says this is going to change. He says rents are going up very sharply in the months and quarters ahead. Now he puts a caveat. If and when we move out of the no eviction scenario, which right now people are starting to get evicted. He went and used, he says, if we use the actual inflation statistics for home prices, the CPI would be over 12%. Just one category. So think about it. They said 5.3 yesterday. Jeff Gunlet says, listen, it's 12, but don't worry because rents are coming. I don't think the history books will say inflation was transitory. The Federal Reserve is going to try to redefine the definition of transitory by saying, well, it's just going to be transitory, but it's just going to take longer. You know, they they initially told us, Jason, it was only going to be a couple months. Right. Well, Joe, and I, th- I think what they mean by transitory from the Fed is, is that there's going to be this extreme rise in inflation, and then it'll stop. It won't just keep on going. Well, you can say that about any inflationary process, you know. Uh, I mean, well, uh, here, right, and, and it That's just stops. A great point. And then it just stops, and then and then hey, then we'll be back to our normal way of stealing from you. This will just be an, ext- <laughs> an extreme way of stealing from you. And 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 Joe, the numbers you brought up, which is like the seven hundred billion that Paulson asked, asked for, and we talk about trillions and trillions here and trillions there, for the audience to understand, just to help you understand, the national debt being almost thirty trillion. What matters is is the taxable income that is taken from us to pay the interest on that. So when Paulson came out and said, "Look, to fix the 08 disaster, we need 700 billion," that was money that needed to be grabbed immediately and actually used. You know, that's why 700 billion there is much worse than the 30 trillion because the 30 trillion that that's just there to for us to uh, pay our, our wage slaves to the uh, to the powers that be, uh, Joe. It's a great point. And I guess what Gunlotch is saying is, hey, guess what? Yep, this transitory rent. period is going to last a whole lot longer. He goes on talks about gold. 
gold looks cheap. Yes, it does. He says he talked about the copper-gold ratio is saying that the 10-year Treasury makes no sense. Well, of course, we know that. Right? Nobody in the world. Think about what he just said. Inflation, real inflation is 12%. If you want to buy, forget about a 10-year note. If you want to buy a 5-year note, we'll give you 1%. Who would make that deal? Nobody. He said that the copper-gold ratio is telling the message of the Fed and the Treasury manipulation. He says it's so bad, I bought European stocks for the first time in forever, he said. Earlier this year, he said, I had the highest conviction that the dollar would go down. He now says this, the dollar index, which is around 92, is going to all-time record lows below 70. All-time record lows coming for the dollar. I'm going to tell you, he put a time on it too, so that's coming up next, so I don't going to make you wait. When is that going to start happening? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. How about February? 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker. When we're talking about, I mean, really when you think about it, you don't even have to be that smart. They're, they're fooling us with stimulus. And now they've created this horrible situation where everybody could have easily predicted this was going to happen. We didn't even talk about the increase of the money supply on top of all the spending. But now Jeffrey Gunlotch is saying, get ready, new all-time lows coming. But not this year. And I hate it. I always hate it when Jason is right. Because his way of getting there is a much scarier way than my way of getting there. But, yep, starting in 2022, the dollar is going to be, uh, as he calls it, uh, on the path to losing what he calls it, its role as the sole reserve currency in the world. And obviously we know who that other person's going to be, right? It's going, it's going to be the Chinese. And he says, we just continue to seemingly uh, run these policies. We run them more and more, and then we run them more and more aggressively. We're not pulling back on them in any way. And we're on a roadmap that clearly heads towards the dollar losing its sole reserve currency status, Jason. And, Joe, it might not just be the yuan. Uh, Whatever concocted emergency is going to go along with this downward spiral of the dollar could be, hey, we're going to a cashless money system. And if they have a way of, of converting a yuan to a dollar to a yen to a euro seamlessly with your credit card, then the new it'll be a world reserve currency, you know, tr- uh, digitally. You know, that we, I think that's where we're. we're I, I agree, absolutely. We're going to end up there. 
And, that, and the, only, the only country that really loses in this scenario is America. Well, we lose the most. We lose the most, yes. Because, because we are the sole reserve currency. And then we also lose the most because we got the biggest debt. It's going to have to get reset, period. It's not for debate. It's not optional. It's just what's going to happen. And how can you reset how can you reset 40, 50, 60 trillion dollars? Cuz it's already 40. I mean, we're almost at 30 the feds at I mean, we're already at 40 trillion. Well, I think that what you were saying about property earlier uh, it, it has a lot to do with this, Joe, because uh, I bought a house last year because I, when I saw coronavirus come, I was like, well, I better freeze my payment because I saw this coming. And uh, there's a reason that companies like BlackRock are paying sometimes 50% more than the asking price. These are property investors. Property investors aren't really concerned about the price of the property. They're concerned about the return on the investment, which is the rents. So this is this is coming well doesn't that fit in really nicely with Je- what jeff gunlotch just said that's right nine million renters got to find a new place to rent they got to start paying rents uh, i'll tell you in phoenix it's crazy here it is absolutely ridiculous uh what you have to pay to find a place uh how about this one i got to get this one in so days after walmart right remember walmart and i say hey, listen we're paying everyone a dollar an hour more starting right now well, actually, in 10 days, on the 25th. Amazon this morning says they're going to raise wages to $18 an hour. Amazon adopted, by the way, the second biggest private employer now in the country behind Walmart. In 2018, they went to $15 an hour. Now they want 18, now they're effective immediately, $18 an hour to go to work at Walmart, or I'm, I'm sorry, at Amazon, and that's 20% in three years. Yep. So you really get a feel for where this is really headed. Uh, and, you know, we talked about online prices going up. This is going to make it worse, right? We talk about how, don't forget, the Biden administration, everyone on food stamps, here's another 25%, Jason. That's right. Well, and, and I think there's a combination of factors as, as to how they can afford to do this. Uh, obviously, inflation being one. But I, I wonder how many automated jobs are being created at the same time, Joe. I wonder how many people are being eliminated out, off their workforce because oh, automation. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. Every job that can be automated is being automated at Amazon, at Walmart, you know, everywhere. But again, 18 is not enough. And I've told you this. You know, when remember, remember the, what was it? It wasn't only what four, five, six years ago they were trying to, you know, Walmart or McDonald's workers were trying to have a little protest for fifteen dollars an hour. Right. Well, guess what? They pay $15 an hour, and they can't get anyone to work. See, Joe, if you if you came to me and said, I have another radio station and another gold company I need you to run. Uh, you're going to do two radio stations and two gold companies. I'm going to raise what I pay you uh, by one-sixth by doubling my workload. That's, that's why automation is so scary because we'll, we'll take you from 15 to $18 an hour, but we just fired Ed over there, and you're going to take over his duties. You know, that's right. That's what happens. Yeah. 
That's the new productivity miracle. <laughs> Amazon's uh, famous By the way, it, it, it all of you people out there working and you know that you're short-staffed, what's happened? It's getting worse. Or I've got to work more. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta I've work got more. to take on more responsibilities. I'm doing three people's jobs, and, and they threw me a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, great point. HR Radio News, our final segment coming up. Got a, got a special for you coming up next. 800-951-0592. Gold's down 10, 1795. Silver's down 8 cents, uh, 2376. The Dow is up 80 right now. Uh, yesterday, the Dow finished down 300. Uh, the NASDAQ is down. Uh, the S&P is up for right now. Uh, today, uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces. The two not two thousand ninety five today two thousand seventy five. Keep adding them. Listen, I follow this a lot. I follow Jeff Gunlotch a lot. His research is the best. You know, we talked about these ten year dollar cycles, and we're always uh, hitting you know the hot, lower highs and lower lows. And in twenty twenty two, really is ten years. And he says, listen, we're done here at the low 90s. The previous all-time low was almost 10 years ago at 72 and change. And now Jeff Gunlott said, listen, we're going below 70. How far below? I don't know. That's the part that worries me. Uh, Keep adding, though. And, again, we got about four months, four or five months. And then he says it's going to start. And you can kind of see, right, the Fed is losing the argument, Jason, about inflation, aren't they? Yeah, I think this this just uh, it's like telling a child that something you know something bad is going to happen. And, you know, let's just say uh, the child has to go get I don't know something done, go to the doctor, and you just keep saying that things are okay all the way to the moment where it actually uh, you actually have to do the thing. That's what the Fed's doing. The Fed just wants to keep saying everything's yeah, fine. They're everything's just fine. handing out the candy. They're handing out the candy to the children. We're the children. We just keep taking the candy, taking the candy, taking the dentist. The candy. Yeah, the dentist. Next, That's the good example. Right next the thing dentist. you know, you go to the you go to the dentist. You got a bunch of cavities. You go to the doctor. You got diabetes, right? And well, how did that happen? <laughs> right. That's exactly it, Joe. You know. Well, I'll tell you how. And, and all all Jeff Gunlots is doing is just step back for a second and understand what's really happening. We decided to use stimulus and, and and pretend that everything was okay. And he so eloquently puts it, listen, that's not real GDP. It's not real GDP. Real GDP is where does the end where at the end of the day, where does the money end up? And and he, he just lays out it ends up in Asia. That's where it ends up. Because guess what? That's where most of the stuff is made. And this is where we're headed. And we've decided to hell with economic policy, to hell with being, you know what, prudent, right, and understanding what's happening and fighting inflation and making sure we don't get ourselves into bigger trouble. Nope, we wanted to do the easy thing. Here, here, here here's just some more candy. Just keep eating the candy. Don't worry. Nothing bad's going to happen. Oh, wait. Whoops, 
Yeah, and Joe, I think it's got a bunch of cavities. I think it's a timing. I think they're timing something, and, and they know that they're throwing a bunch of money around. They know what's gonna what's gonna happen. So I, I I think this is a timing issue. I think there's a lot of pieces in place that we don't understand as a, as, a, as a civilization, as a people. But they're timing this thing, Joe. And I think uh, the extreme liquidity of giving people money is is just pushing it down to just that right that right moment, which I think is sometime next year. There you go. There you have it. 800 951